0: Our opinions aren't too tough, rough, or gruff. We are proof that you don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. So just... Shut
1: up and sit down.
0: This is Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. This is Sports Stuff with Jim and and Muff. Plus, Alex, that's me, right. and Nate slash Sam. <laughs> Woo! We got a
2: lot of stuff.
0: It is. We got a pluses and ands and all of the things. Today is Monday, October tenth. We are deep into football season now. Everyone deep in it, deep, 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 folks. We got a lot of football to talk about in college and in NFL world. There's baseball playoffs going on, in case you didn't know.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. NHL's about to start. That's true. Also, no crickets. Crickets. Good. Good. I'm excited for it. Yeah. That's, I'd rather baseball be
3: about uh, to start than anything else. What? Or ba- I'm hockey. I mean, I'd rather hockey be ready to start than thank you. sorry, I missed. Okay. I miss yeah I was thinking to say I would rather
2: hockey than baseball.
3: yes, yeah, I got you. I got your back. okay, thank you for yeah. correcting me. Not letting me out in the world
0: like that. Jeez. We're continuing the promotion, the train to get to hundred YouTube subscribers by the end of this month. We've I think, I think we have a chance. We've seen some movement this week, so thanks to everybody for sharing, telling your friend, doing all of the things. Um, members of the loyal Listener Club, if you were no not subscribed yet. What are you doing with your life? Remember, it's tell a friend, make a friend, be a friend. And there will be prizes on the other side of this 100 subscribers, but only if we get there by the end of this month. Oh, yeah. Then we'll have to set a new goal. We're um, designing
2: a shirt. Shirts are going to be designed. That could be a prize,
0: I guess. Ooh. ooh. We're doing things. Is uh, Is Harper and Company part of this operation? Could be. Could be. That's for you to know if you become a subscriber. Harper yeah. and company.
3: I was going to do that, but I was letting you do it. I wanted to. Well, go. we got, Muff?
0: As always, be sure to follow us at Sports Gym Muff on Instagram and Twitter, Sports Stuff, for, W, forward slash, Jim, Amber Muff on Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe, comment, rate, review, tickle. Poke. Poke. Like, retweet, share, Trying comment.
2: Get the bell on.
0: Since last. we've reached the end of the baseball Regular season, we are proud to announce that the Pittsburgh Pirates finished with 100 losses this year. We I thought that they announce. were
3: going to win out and not and, and only have 99. I was like, I, and I called it. But here we go. Well, yeah. some guy at work was like, anything under 100, I would have taken. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I get your point a little bit, but 99 losses to me is still not acceptable. Like, what do you say? I
2: understand ownership sucks, but like, what do you say at the year end review or the like? The sit-down meetings. Well, we had 100 losses. Like, how does that
0: feel? How does this make you feel? Like shit. But, just so we're clear, they had one more win than last year. And they weren't the worst team in the league.
1: We did better, guys. no? No, they would have the Reds.
2: Good grief. All right, let's get out of this.
1: No, the worst team in the league this year, Jim. Washington Nationals 55 wins 107 losses. Ugh. So we killed them.
2: Let's get out of this and let's get into some real sports.
0: This brings us into NFL week 5. Yep. Yes. This is NFL week 5 and the NFL breakdown. Starting on Thursday night football, Colts versus Broncos. This game featured seven field goals. A dozen punts, 25 third down stops, four interceptions, and six fumbles. None of which were recovered by the opposing defense, Russ. Let's ride Wilson through two interceptions, but also apparently has a lat issue. Um, Is it a
2: lat issue?
0: Yeah. Okay. Is it a peck or a lat? I saw that. He's broke. He's, he's not full. No. Matt Ryan threw for two interceptions as well because, well, that's what he does. But the Colts come out on top, 12-9. to
1: That game really helped put me to sleep Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even try to stay up. Yeah.
3: It? Like the, the last game I can think of that would be like comparable to that was whatever that snow. Remember that snow game? And it was like, it was last season. Try I don't remember who's playing, but at least it was snowing. So like the weather yeah, made I was gonna
2: good. say, like the weather made it good. This yeah. is
3: just crap. Like,
2: this is just terrible.
0: People were requesting Amazon sure. Prime refunds.
2: I would. I didn't get it for free.
0: Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> didn't get it for free. Is uh, where we where is the Broncos situation going? Russ not playing very well, but obviously injured, so is, uh, is he going to get a free pass for the season, or is this one of those, like, better turn around, bud?
2: Uh, I think they're tanking like the Jets.
0: What? To get who? Who knows? Russ's
1: replacement. Right. <laughs> all right you paid him all that money. You're expecting to win right now.
3: Yeah. Okay. If So my question, I guess, is, is Russ just not a good quarterback? Like, I feel like at one point in time when he was in Seattle, we're like, Russell Wilson's a serviceable quarterback. But were we wrong? Was it just because he had guys like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, he was throwing to that made him look good? And Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch, yes.
2: I mean, he's got to have weapons. But I think that's true of anybody
3: in the league anymore. Yeah, but I think if you put – if you sent Josh Allen to another team, I don't think he would take a giant step down.
2: I disagree. I firmly disagree. You put Josh Allen on the Broncos, I see the same result.
0: Uh, we see we see them beating the Colts. Yes very yeah, okay, easily
3: yeah all right i'll give you that
0: i'm not going to say that they're a super bowl team like, but they beaten the colts well and the
3: difference is josh allen's a playmaker in himself like he mm-hmm. would make the plays happen russ wilson's just boring like he's a but non- let's put josh allen at russ's age yeah i don't know russ is just completely inaccurate anymore he doesn't he's his, some of his throws are atrocious he's you know? got a torn lat or pec it just says shoulder injury i <laughs> looked it up but we'll
0: confirm Will confirm. Moving on to London Town, Giants versus Packers. The Packers jump out early, but Daniel Jones it's and Saquon Barkley, because I was correct, rally back. Giants have three rushing town ta- rushing touchdowns in this one by three different players, but Saquon Barkley is the guy carrying the load with 13 carries, 70 yards with his touchdowns and receiving yards. The Giants win 27 to 22. How are we feeling about the Giants and Brian Dabble? And what are our thoughts on the Packers moving forward?
2: Giants, I believe, are legitimate contenders, as much as that's weird to say. Packers, hot take, the issue is Aaron Rodgers.
1: Now, when you say contenders for the Giants, you mean contenders for the division? Yeah, division, division, division. Don't get crazy. I'm not totally sold yet.
0: Hot take as in boiling take that the issue is Aaron Rodgers because I need some support for this opinion, Jim.
2: <laughs> Did you hear what he like what he said and how he's breaking down his receivers for the game? He like he's like, you know who I'm gonna throw to today? And he like picks a new hot receiver he's gonna throw to. He's 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 kind of loopy. I don't even know if Loopy's the right word. He's kind of eclectic, and he's letting it come out in his play.
0: I'm still not sure where the support of this is. He did. He didn't. He's not the reason the Packers lost today. I don't think that he's in sync
2: with any receiver. And I know his, we're going to go. Well, the receivers are suck. He doesn't have his weapons. He doesn't have his number one unit receiver, the all star. I get it, but like, I don't feel like he's gelling with his receiving core. And I think he doesn't like necessarily he's not working at it.
0: I've seen some major improvements over the first week when they lost, they won three straight games, then lost this game in London. So I'm going to vehemently disagree. And that there has been a lot of growth with the young receiving core and bringing in Randall Cobb. So uh, agree to disagree, Jim. Okay. Thoughts from the peanut gallery.
3: I think more than are the Packers not that great right now is, are the Giants good? I think they're okay. Not great, but it's like, I'm mean, used to like making fun of the Giants, and now I'm like, wow, I actually have some faith in them. I think Saquon Barkley being healthy makes obviously all the difference in the world, but they just all around kind of look like a decent team. How long does he stay healthy? Because
2: in that first drive, he kind of was, was hurting. Oh, yeah. He hurt his foot a little bit. How long does he stay healthy?
0: They're hoping for the majority of the season, but you would never know. Next, the Lions taking on the Patriots. Patriots in their throwbacks. Beat, 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 beat up on the Lions in this one behind Bailey Zappi, making his first career start for the Patriots. the third string quarterback. Patriots win 29-0. Jared Goff played like an absolute dog pisser instead of a dog um and we have a scary move in this game jim
2: yeah uh defensive back i'm gonna botch his name savion smith was carted off the field following a following a collision in the first quarter um there was a lot of that this weekend and i'm gonna talk about it in the beanbag bop but uh Mm -hmm. beanbag drop uh Coach Dan, what? Coach Dan Campbell says Smith has use of his motor functions and expected to make the team flight, uh, so he's okay. But he got not just carted, ambulanced out of that place. So, definitely scary.
0: Definitely a scary moment. Not the only one over the weekend. No, um, <clears throat> Dan Campbell says this is the lowest that the Lions can be. As that's not true, Dan. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Alex, who Alex had them in the Super Bowl. Alex, does it only go up from here? Uh, this was a major, a minor setback for a
3: major comeback.
0: Okay, Chargers yeah, Browns. Wait,
3: wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. I'm going to make my official statement, and I should probably wait till the Wednesday show. But I'm off the Lions now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on them. I'm sorry. I they've they've broken me. This is the end.
0: No, well, Jim, just in time for their two best playmakers to come back and prove you wrong within the next couple of weeks. If I had, to we'll guess.
3: see.
0: Moving on to the- this. you can't
3: come back on. All right, you know what? You're right. I should debate this further until the Wednesday you show before you make this decision because you cannot keep hopping off and on. That's true. That's true. Every week, if they win, Jim's
0: on. <laughs> if they lose, he's off. Chargers <laughs> Browns. Browns snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, missing the go ahead field goal. Lose this one 30 to 28. Justin Herbert has a solid game 220 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Brissett tossed for 230 yards and a touchdown, but a late interception almost sealed their fate until the kicker did that for them later. Nick Chubb, another grand game for the Browns. I think he had two touchdowns.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Jim,
0: Jim, how yeah. you feeling about the Chargers? They get they get a win over the Browns. You, you've said that Jacoby Brissett is a, a dog poo quarterback, so he, he almost he's lost defensive. him the
2: game. He almost lost him the game the same way he did the week before.
0: The Chargers tried to give it back to them,
2: in only Charger typical fashion. That coach is a moron for the Chargers. Let me just say. How do I feel about the Chargers? So they kept showing the stat that if you're three and two, you have a 49% chance of going to the playoffs. If you're two and three, you have a 25% chance of going to the playoffs. I believe the Browns, while they now are two and three, probably have a 49% chance of going to the playoffs. And the Chargers, who are three and two, probably have the 25% chance of going to the playoffs just from how they
1: acted in this game. <laughs> I was going to say, these are definitely two underachieving teams, it seems. Oh, my God. So much.
0: Uh, going from teams that are underachieving to teams that never achieve. Texans taking on the Jaguars. The Texans take the window of the Jags sales and win for the ninth straight time in this series. Trevor Lawrence threw two interceptions, one in the end zone. And the inconsistency of Trevor Lawrence and mistakes across the Jaguars defense account for the loss in this one.
1: Yeah, and the Jaguars were a little bit hot for a while there.
2: Yeah, this this cooled them off, I think. And now, now you have people saying, Trevor Lawrence is, is not all that, and this is the chink in his armor, and he's got inconsistencies, and you can't count on him for nothing, and now they're going to blame Trevor Lawrence and while that's maybe true, I I love how Jacksonville can turn on a dime on people.
3: Yeah, I I don't know that it's necessarily all Trevor Lawrence's fault. I don't necessarily know that Trevor Lawrence is that bad of a problem in Jacksonville. They look no, bad agree. today, but I don't think it was Trevor Lawrence's doing.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
3: I think that they're getting better, but I don't expect them to go from a team that could barely win a game to a team that's going to win every game. Now losing to the Texans in their first win is not a good look, but they have it's a rivalry. I mean, there's you know emotions there, and
2: yeah, why is that a rivalry? I
3: they're just in conference divisional game. They're so, yeah. good. All right, like the same thing with like the Steelers and like the Bengals
0: except for those games usually meet more in the standings. Exactly. Well, yeah. (laughs) Next, we have the Falcons taking on Nate's bucks. Tom Brady's never lost to Atlanta Falcons and kept up with that trend today. Uh, Thanks to a solid game and some timely assistance from the officiating crew. Nate, Uh, Tom Brady throws for 350 yards, 35 of 52 bucks, win, 21 to 15, Nate thoughts on your bucks today.
1: I was checking scores in between Wee games or whatever. Once I saw they're out 21 nothing, I thought this was done and over. And then I didn't get to see anything but the very little bit of highlights. But I saw where on the Falcons' second touchdown, they converted it to a two-point conversion. Why in the world are they going for two points there to make it 21-15? Hey, ref, I don't even give a shit about that. Let's talk about the roughing the passer call that Tommy that was- asked for. Listen, I mean, every even in the pee games, you have kids begging for calls. So, I mean, do they get them? No, I just laugh. But at Tommy it. does. Yeah, that was not a roughing the passer. Thank call. you. That's what I needed. That's what I needed.
2: <laughs> you know what I love about Nate? He's freaking honest. Well, when you listen like to this show, before, ladies and
1: gentlemen. We have an honest ref. Well, and like we've said before, if it's gonna be roughing the passer, what in that play? What was rough about it? Thank you.
3: That it was on Tom Brady and not someone else. We found the
0: answer, everyone. We now, for the
2: answer. record, if you're a new listener, the Bucks are our ref's team. That they're Nate's team. Nate was very honest and fair in how he delivered that. Probably more than I could be. So, if you want to hear an honest referee's opinion, come to Sports Stuff with Jim and
1: Moth. Oh, and furthermore on that, I saw watching uh, – the NBC pregame show, they were talking about it, and Dungy was went back and showed a clip of this official calling roughing the passer on Josh Allen last week that wasn't roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. And Allen, same thing, sitting on his ass, points to the ref, and here comes uh, the flag. It's a bit much.
0: It's getting paid off. Kick him off the tour, Doug.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're going to keep calling stuff like that, whenever you know that guy's coming into
0: town, you better just lay off it all and not even breathe on him. Mm -hmm. That's it. Steelers versus Bills next. Josh Allen absolutely destroys the Steelers in this game. playing for four touchdowns in the first half, along with over 300 yards in the first half? I think it was over 300.
2: I don't understand, Muff. I'm going to call your shit out. And I haven't even been drinking. I made the notes for this game. I feel like I did it justice. Was not Steelers Yinzer's hate, and you can't even read the note. I was I got, nice. Think I, here, got po- I think I think I got the point I'll do across. It. I'll do I think I got nice. the
0: point across.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it was nice, and I next time I'm going to talk shit because I thought you know what I'm going to be nice here, and you couldn't even let me be nice.
3: Jim, would you like to read the note? Yes, Josh Thank Allen you.
2: picked apart a flimsy injury depleted Steelers secondary by throwing four touchdown passes in the first half alone. Pickett finished 34 of 52 for 327 yards and an interception in taking over the starting job from Mitch Trubisky. Bills put in case in Case Keenum for mop up
3: duty. Steelers lost 38 to 3. So I think of note a stat line is get get uh, Gabriel Davis three catches for 171 yards and two touchdowns three catches <laughs> including a 98 yarder yes on the third play of the game yes
1: it sounds like a stat from that Kansas City playoff game yeah.
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> wild to read you know what I mean like oh three it was like
1: his average was like 54 yards or whatever um oh, wild reads that line remind me of the uh running back one and I won't say the team once we get to the college talk
3: So my other question is, do we think that maybe the Steelers have a chance to move in the right direction with Kenny Pickett? He had 327 yards. It's much better than any Mitch Trubisky's performances, and it was against the Bills, who's a very good team. Yes. I'm not saying that, you know, it's going to be immediate, but I felt, and I was still annoyed. I'm more annoyed with the offensive coordinator at this point. I think he needs to go. But I think that just seeing Kenny Pickett, I'm like, okay.
0: All right, I didn't fear for our future. All right, back Canada does need to go. As the offensive yes. coordinator, uh, put that very simply. And Kenny Pickett had some good balls. His little interception was towards the end of the second half, and I think he was trying to press it to get into field goal yeah. range. Um, but if he keeps throwing it to George Pickens, good things are going to happen.
3: Yeah, I think he had like 84 yards or something. So okay. that could be a nice little combo in a couple years. In a year or so, give him a little bit of growing time. That's it.
2: I want to
0: know was
3: that satisfactory, Jim?
2: I want to know if it was satisfactory to
3: the Insers. Did I do you guys justice? No, I think what you said was very true. Thank you. I hate it because it happened, but I don't think that you were necessarily wrong. Thank you. I think that you did have to. I like that you noted for some reason that the Bills put in Case Keenum. Right. (laughs) No idea why. That that was a little bit of a side. That was a little bit of a poke. Yes. The rest of it was well phrased.
2: Thank you.
0: Dolphins, Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets beat a two less and then Teddy Bridgewater-less Dolphins, 40-17. Teddy goes out with concussion in the new protocols because he was looking a little wobbly. And the Dolphins coach says that Bridgewater has no symptoms, but a spotter saw him stumble and they had to pull him. Bridgewater is replaced by rookie Skyler Thompson from who knows where. Kansas that- State, that's important. That's important.
2: Yes, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Finish the
0: note. 166 yards and interception is debut. Now Jim. I will
2: finish the note. So <laughs> I
0: don't know why you needed me to say that. Because I wanted you to
2: complete the note. Now, I'm a bit of a completionist, Muff. This is what happens, okay? I'm watching the Kansas State game, and for some reason, they bring up the Skylar Thompson kid, and they're like, Skyler Thompson was from Kansas State. They bring him up in his Dolphins uniform, and they say, he's just one play away from playing tomorrow. Great kid from Kansas State. I was like, that's odd. Like, why would you say that? Like, why would you highlight him? The game is a good game. We're not like in in mop-up time in like an Ohio State game. Why are we talking about this? That's just odd. And then today, Skyler gets to come up. And he gets to come up because a spotter saw Teddy stumble a bit under the new concussion protocol. This is just odd to me. That the Dolphins who started this concussion protocol are the ones who are the first ones to be subject to the concussion new protocol. And we kind of foreshadowed it in the college game the night before.
0: That's weird. Jimmy, completionist and a conspiracy theorist. Is that not weird? I mean, it's odd. It's peculiar. I'm not going to say that. That's all I'm saying. It's a conspiracy.
2: I didn't say that either, but it's weird. That's all
0: I'm saying. Any other thoughts? Alex, what do you
3: think? Oh, you're going to say quiet? Yeah, well... I think it's a little conspiracy theory-ish, but I can see where there might be a valid point. I'm going to say, I'm going to play Switzerland. Okay. But he's a little conspiracy theorist, and we know that, Jim, you get a little bit like that sometimes.
2: I agree. That's why I'm saying it's (laughs) weird.
0: (laughs) Bears-Vikings. Vikings almost let the Bears sneak away with this one after taking it early. The Vikings train late in the game, but Kirk Cousins... And the skill players, a la Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, pull it out in the end. Cousins runs the dagger into the end zone and then hits the two-point conversion to Justin Jefferson to win the game 29-22. to 22. What a spread. Some
3: spread. The Darnell Mooney had an amazing catch in this game. It's a one-handed one-hander. One-handed grab. talk about, okay, so right now, Nate, in his little picture... Is sitting in front of something that's picking up in his thing. So it looks like he's wearing a little orange hat. It's a pumpkin. It has looked like that the whole time. I'm just like, look at Nate, his little hat. <laughs> it's my beanbag. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about
0: the bears. Yeah, me too. Okay. Next, we have Titans taking on the commanders. Bum, even Brian Robinson Jr. returning to this game after his gunshot wound during the preseason can't let the commanders get up for this one, depending on Carson Wentz to lead them to victory, which has never been a key to success. Titans only need 241 total yards of total offense to win this one, 21 to 17.
1: Now, before we got on here, I saw a video. They apparently announced Brian Robinson last when they announced the offensive starters coming into the game. And he came out of the tunnel to many men by 50 Cent. <laughs>
0: Thank you.
2: Kudos to him.
0: Yep. Is, he, is he one of our guys now?
2: No. No. Not, I can't one of condone our that. I can't condone that behavior. Like to play 50 Cent. I mean, it's kind of funny though. It's funny, but that doesn't make you one of our
1: guys.
0: Okay. Hello, 50%. Hello, fifty 125. <laughs> Seahawks taking on the Saints. Uh, uh, Taysom Hill does it all for the Saints in a high scoring affair, throwing a touchdown and rushing for three, while the St- Seahawks, the Seahawks, stay competitive and put up points another week. Geno Smith continuing to lead the ship, but not to victories, as the Seahawks lose to the Saints 39 to 32. Is, is Geno Smith a guy?
3: You look pretty good today, Jim. The wait, a guy or our
2: guy? You got to clarify this.
3: Like, a guy, like, is he like going to be a good, like, is he a Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? Obviously. I He's mean, better he, than Jacoby Brissett. That's what I mean. He, there are several people that I think that Gino Smith looks better than. Yes, I agree with that. A good, like, plays today, smart decisions, and like, athletic, like, step up in the pocket and throw, and like, He just looks good. I'm excited about it.
2: I think he's better than Baker. I think he's better than Jacoby Brissett. So yeah, that's better than
3: Russ right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think the Seahawks won when they gave they got rid of Russ.
2: Yeah, they did good there.
3: I'm just really
0: proud of them. Alex is proud of the WU product. Next, we have the 49ers take on the Panthers. 49ers do what they're supposed to do against the Panthers, winning 37 to 15, thanks to a balanced offensive attack led by Jimmy G. Nothing new. Jimmy G leading a balanced offensive attack. Groffalo throws for two touchdowns. Running back Jeffrey Wilson puts up 100 plus rushing in this game with another touchdown. Sam, yes. the, G- the Jimmy G watch, I believe he has made somewhere over a million dollars at this point in his oh. incentives.
1: My man. Sorry, Nate. I don't care. Just share the money. Um, His money is my money.
3: Did you see the kick? Robbie Gold got hurt. So they put in the punter to kick.
1: Oh,
2: Did he get hurt? Damn.
3: (laughs) And the first, so this guy has like this long scruffy hair that comes out. It seems like Wachnowski or something. Apparently, like, never really kicks, like, very minimal practice kicking. But They're like, well, we have to do something. So they put him out there, and he – um, the first kick that he made, it was, like, a line drive off the – like, to the little, super far la- – left, like, just – you'd have to watch it. It was embarrassing, but it was hilarious because this guy comes out, and he looks like they just, like, pulled him off the side of the road and put him on either form, and then he tried to kick it, and his form was terrible. He did not look good doing it. It looked like one of those halftime student kicks –
2: Hey, Poor he did guy. the best
3: he could. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you. he was one for two. Yeah, he did make an extra point, and everyone, his whole team, like, went crazy for him.
0: It was awesome. I was like, that's hilarious. It's worth, a, right. a, it's worth a look. It's worth a Google. Eagles Cardinals, the E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. <laughs> you all right, Bob? <laughs> Stay undefeated thanks to two Jalen Hurts touchdown rushes taking the Cardinals out twenty to seventeen, setting the stage for their big matchup next week against the Cowboys for control of the NFC Beast and a possible return of Dak Prescott coming in this one.
1: See, we need to get random guru Wilkin here to see if he was on the Cooper Rush train.
2: Hmm. Old place. I'll text him.
0: Uh-oh. Might get a real, yeah. real, real look into that one. Uh, the cat, uh, the the Eagles, looking like a team, and I'm gonna, really say like that, the team. gonna say that I'm just gonna stay away from Cardinals stuff now. I think uh, Call of Duty's come out. Oh, I agree. It's time, time to stay away from the Cardinals and betting. Are we worried about the Eagles peaking too early? I, I, I mean. Yes, maybe slightly, but I, have they peaked, or are they just playing that well, and there's room for improvement? Like, it's not like they blew out the Cardinals.
1: If you would have told me the Eagles would start off five and zero and be the only undefeated team, I would have said you're a big ass
0: liar. Whoa, well, would have also agreed, but <laughs> they are. So um, you got to think that they, once they get in division, they're going to get beat up a little bit in that division, right? Cause you've got two other strong teams. Um Now, if they go through the first, first, uh, first games in division and win all of them, yes, I would say they're peaking too early and something's going to fall out before the end of the year.
1: Yeah. And like you said, that sets up next week. Uh, that's a big magic for both teams. So is that having to be like the Monday night or Sunday night game next week by chance? Um,
0: Alex recon. Mm-hmm.
1: Hold, please. It is the Sunday night game next week. Ooh. In Philly.
0: You won't
2: watch it.
1: Says who?
3: And
2: shit got real in Nate's house.
3: All right, next. Go ahead. I'm just saying, who's
0: who's the starting quarterback? They've hinted that Dak Prescott may be ready, but they have not said anything. But
3: if Dak Prescott's ready... Do you put that Prescott in over Cooper Rush? who's very, ill?
1: that's up to Jerry Jones, and you know him well. to know it.
3: <laughs> well, and he really likes Cooper Rush for now. I don't know. My thought is part of me says leave Cooper Rush in until shit hits the fan. That I mean, he's good, but when was the last time he really, you know, I mean, like I feel like he usually is a letdown, and this guy's
0: rolling. That's my thought. I'm I'm know. with Alex. Let him roll. But once Dak got, Dak is fully healthy, he's in. Yeah, There's no way he's not starting once he's fully healthy. And the last game of the afternoon slate: Cowboys versus Rams. Early special teams issues let the Cowboys jump out to an early lead, which they never relinquish as Cooper Rush improves to three and zero the season in relief duty of the injured Dak Prescott. The boys win. I think we've already. I think it this might thing. be
1: kind of panic a little bit if I'm a ring.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just, a little bit. You're uncomfortable. Yeah. And offensively, things are not getting going. Like they really only had two big plays in this game. One was the Cooper Cup touchdown, which he pretty much made it all happen. Just having to be single coverage, no safety deep, took like an eight yard. Slant or crossing pattern and took it to the house. And the other one was a 2 2 at well, uh, deep pass, which the Rams didn't convert into a touchdown anyway. Only got a field goal out of it. So I agree, Nate. It is time to hit the panic button on the Rams. And the biggest issue is they can't get a running attack going.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially for as good as that offense looked at the end of last year, to only put up 10 points. And like I said, I'm just looking at the stat line there for a team, 15 rush attempts for only 38 yards.
0: Yeah, it's no good. No good. We have the live look in Sunday night game, Bengals-Ravens. How are we looking, Nate?
1: Currently right now it is nothing Baltimore, and they are driving in the Cincinnati territory towards the end of the first quarter.
0: Okay. Um, any thoughts on this game? No one likes the Ravens.
3: Uh, I do. You're a Bengals fan.
2: I like them to win tonight and I need them to win tonight and I need I need uh Muffs receiver to not get no
3: points whatsoever. oh and Jim's fandom and like what he thinks like week to week stresses me out. Because I love I the Bengals but it's... I'm also
2: trying to win fantasy football
3: but I think it's funny because I feel like like you bet on like different like you don't have like consistency in your team betting usually you like jump all over and then I'm first like first off I've bet on the Ravens all year. No, Back I'm, not, off me. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying like, like with Muff, like I know he's probably rooting for the nine but the Cardinals all the time. I just feel like we're all over the place, Jim. And I yeah. wonder teams, but I get stressed out and can't remember which one we're rooting for.
2: Yeah, right now I need Muff to uh, to lose. Lots losing between you and Muff, so both my up. games are with Muff. I hope you and in tie. That might happen.
0: Nah, I doubt it. And in Monday Night Football, the Chiefs taking on the Raiders. What are we thinking in this game? Chiefs, Wolves. Chiefs.
3: I think it'll be high scoring. I don't know why. But I do. Ra-
0: Raiders plus the points. I already uh, have. It's already a best bet. It's already in. Locked in.
3: Sign sealed, delivered.
0: Signed, sealed, and delivered, which takes us to the end of this week's NFL breakdown. And brings us right into college football breakdown. I well, thought Jim had this.
3: I didn't, he wasn't saying it. I got nervous. Thank you, Alex. You covered it.
0: So, college football. Was there not some musical? There
3: was, but, you know,
0: I, <clears throat> I, I... Okay. As is usual, we'll go through the top 25 minus teams from the Big Ten and Big 12.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we'll get into those two conferences. Number one, Bryce Youngless, Alabama, takes to the ground and escapes with a 24 to twenty-one win over Texas A&M.
2: So, obviously, it was t- it was tough.
0: They didn't have Bryce Young.
2: This win, okay, against Texas A&M, and this performance without Bryce Young made them drop in the AP polls to three. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but if my backup quarterback beat Texas
3: A&M barely, it was a last-second thing. Beat them. <laughs> Barely. Backup quarterback. They had Bryce Young on the sideline.
2: Back up quarterback.
1: I don't care. I don't know what more do you want from them. I mean, it was a mediocre AM team from what we've seen from them this year.
3: Yeah, Mississippi State smacked Texas AM.
2: This was a rivalry game. I don't care what anybody says.
1: And yeah, they he were one year. Saban wasn't gonna go shake up. A- Jimbo seeing before the game.
2: I did not see that.
1: Jimbo standing there at the 50 yard line, just like scanning over the like and Nick's like five yards from him. Like he's just looking over there, waiting for him, waiting for him. And finally somebody goes to save and it's like, hey, Jimbo's over here. He's like, ah oh, shit.
2: I don't know. I would drop
3: one to three. I that's a lot. Who well. Would you not have improved anyone else? Ohio State
2: beat a shit ass Michigan State team and they jumped to two. I'm a hey. Ohio State homer and I don't see I don't see Ohio State jumping Alabama. I think
3: that Alabama could have fallen to two. I think Georgia Thank you. There this week.
0: Yeah.
3: I guess that would be reasonable for me I think Georgia bama OSU. Yes. Right.
0: Number two, Georgia returns to form with a forty two to ten win over Auburn, quelling Jim's thoughts of Georgia not being real for this week. So, what was
2: the score of the Penn State game in Auburn? I don't remember. That's why I'm asking you.
0: 30-some to around 10.
2: Yeah. I think this helps me feel good about Penn State if I'm a Penn State fan.
0: Feel the same. Find out after next week's matchup against Michigan.
1: Typical freaking Penn State fan. Almost. For the record, Penn State beat Auburn in Auburn 41-12. to 12. That's why I thought it was very similar.
2: But you're like, well, see you next week. Typical Penn State fan. Hey,
0: got to play 1-0 this week, Jim. That's all that matters. I hear you. Number five, Clemson, flexes their defensive muscles in a 31-3 win over Boston College.
2: Okay. Mm. If that's what we're going to say,
1: okay. Beating the teams you should be beating by the score you should be beating them by.
0: Moving on. Thank you, Nate. Number six USC stays unbeaten with a 30 to 14 win over Washington State. Struggled early in this one. But Washington State's not a
3: pushover. No. So I think it still was a good win for USC.
2: I think it showed USC wasn't wasn't a god.
1: I think I we've like already this. seen that though. I think USC might have been caught looking ahead a little bit.
2: Yep. Thank you, Nate. I like Nate a lot tonight.
0: I think that says more about the other weeks, Nate. Not tonight. Yeah. Number eight, Tennessee. <laughs> this, this was a good win. Number eight, Tennessee gets ready for their showdown with Alabama next week, taking it to number 25, LSU, 42-13. That was a
3: good win. Mm-hmm. Because they it's... they were only touchdown favorites, and you had to go to Death Valley. I think I I am a little even higher on Tennessee after seeing that. Yes. And I'm very, very intrigued by next week's game.
0: Yes, I am as well. Number nine, Ole Miss. Oh takes... wait,
2: wait, wait! You don't get to jump that fast. What do we think about Brian Kelly? I
0: think he's a turd. <laughs> uh, I will say, yes!
3: I will say that now that he's like kind of getting like put on his ass a little bit, his uh, southern accent has faded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was What's listening it? to an interview and I thought that I'm like I like how he came in. And he was like trying to be one of the boys, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm in trouble. I'll just talk normal.
1: It says a lot about a coach when you leave a program. And only one assistant coach
0: follows you. Yep.
2: Yep. So, what is a bigger disappointment then? Brian Kelly or Notre Dame?
1: I think the bigger disappointment's probably Notre Dame because they were expected, just like they are every year, Ever since? to go out and win. I mean, yeah. Brian Kelly, you can give him maybe a couple of years years, you could say, to get his recruits in there or to really change the culture the way he wants it. But getting. Banked at home 40 to 13, and what towards the end of that game felt like a Tennessee home game isn't a good way to start off your tenure at LSU.
3: I think that, well, ever since Marcus Freeman became an official Catholic, they haven't lost, so there might be hope up there. Is that real?
0: Yes, <laughs> number nine, Ole Miss takes care of Vanderbilt 52 to 28. They, they struggled a little bit early in that game too. Yes,
1: so they I, did. I, I was score watching that and I'm like, man, Bandy was up early. Yeah.
0: It was a se- it was a second half blowout. I mean, yeah. that's that's what happened to that one. Number 18 UCLA ruins any hope for number 11 Utah to make a run this season, winning 42 to 32. UCLA not looking bad. Utah mm-hmm. got
1: outclassed. Yeah.
0: Utah was simply outclassed. Like
2: they looked juvenile at the end of that game.
0: UCLA's yeah. quarterback, real. These are real.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, DTR is the real deal. Mm-hmm.
3: I was down on UCLA honestly during the season. Like I thought they didn't
0: look that. Yeah, good, but I, I have to eat my words. And me too. I'm with into, you. I'm in the form. Number twelve, Oregon stays unbeaten in Pac-12 play, beating Arizona forty-nine to twenty-two. That was a good win for Oregon. Oregon needs wins like that
3: because that's the only chance of them having like a little bit of a run. Because after that opening
0: weekend,
1: yeah,
3: trouncing
0: number thirteen, Kentucky loses their second game in a row. This time to unranked South Carolina, twenty-four to fourteen. Yeah, well,
3: um, what's his, their quarterback wasn't playing. Will Levis. Yeah, so we saying that this was because it was a backup.
0: I, I'm going to assume that, yeah, because Will Levis is a projected first-round pick.
3: No, I know. Yeah. But that's not, I'm, I'm making the argument from earlier, where Jim was like... Yeah, I'd say lost. so. I'm saying, is this the same? Like, can you yeah. say that he's not as bad as this because they didn't have Will Levis?
2: That was not my argument. If you go in and win with your backup, that's pretty good. If you lose with your backup, that's
1: expected. That's expected. Now, I still think that's a game Kentucky should have expected to win.
0: I agree. I agree. Kentucky should have pulled it out in that one.
3: I mixed up your, your argument. I was thinking by the fact I was thinking of it how I was thinking of it, like they only won by four points. No. <laughs> I take it back, Jim. I was wrong.
0: Number 14, NC State recovers barely from their loss last week to Clemson, beating Florida State 19 to 17. Well, is NC? I don't know what to think about it. I I take more away from this. Yeah, Florida that game State. was kind of weird. I I take Florida State's going to sneak up on somebody this year. I just don't know who yet. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm taking from this game. Yep. <clears throat> Number 15, Wake Forest beats Army 45 to 10. Okay, that was a good win for Wake. It was a win.
3: I don't know. I think I think it was, I think they took care of their business.
0: Fair enough. Number 16, BYU can't defeat the luck of the Irish, losing to Notre Dame 28 to 20. Back to Alex, Alex's statement of Since Marcus Freeman became an official Catholic,
3: they haven't lost.
0: Anony Patri, it et Espiritu spiritu.
2: Buff, as a quote unquote official Catholic. Do you think they handed him an official Catholic card? Like, does he have it in his wallet? Well, didn't they, I don't know
3: what the like the rules are. How do you become a Catholic?
2: Well, this we don't have time for that
0: in this show. I am guessing that he was confirmed. If we're going to get into the details.
2: I just want to know if he carries a membership card. That's all I want to know.
1: I still think it's too little too late for him this year, Alex. So. His soul or the his team? Soul. The team. <laughs> <Games>. <laughs> it's
0: never too late for his soul, Jim. Never too late for his soul. <laughs> You're very deep on here on Sports Stuff with Jim <laughs> Just like you, Jim, it's never too late for your soul. Thank your, you, mom. you redheaded bastard. <laughs> Arizona State finds a way to get back on the winning track, taking down number twenty-one Washington, forty-five to thirty-eight. Into in my mind, the most surprising upset of the weekend.
1: Yeah, I would second that. I mean, Washington looked so good the first three weeks, and then, or really even the first four, and now they've kind of just kissed their Pac-12 hopes goodbye too.
0: Yeah, they yeah. flushed it. Yeah, number twenty-three Mississippi State gets a big win over Arkansas, forty to seventeen. Is Mississippi State good, they ain't bad. I, they're good, but that doesn't prove it.
1: They no, stomp they're Texas good. They're A&M good A&M because Michael Leach doesn't really like coffee. Yeah, <laughs>
3: they stomp Texas a and too.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm about this.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I can always get behind any Mike led led team or Mike Leach led team. Yeah, Did you hear the advice he was giving to that
3: the one reporter about her wedding? He's like, just take a weekend off in a loop. He's like, trust me, I offered my kid $10,000 if they just do it. They haven't taken me up on it yet, but I'm serious. I'll
0: give them an extra $10,000. <laughs> yeah.
1: And
0: to round this out, number 24, Cincinnati gets a win over South Florida, 28-24. to Struggled to get this win. We're
2: losing early.
0: Win's a win. Win's a win.
2: So for, to wrap this one up, if Luke Fickle ends the season ranked here, that's a victory for Luke Fickle, right? I was counting
0: it as one. I think it's a victory for Cincinnati. I don't know if it's a victory for Luke Fickle.
2: Well, so here's my thing. Luke Fickle probably should have walked away from Cincinnati last year on a high note, right? And now, it's if he didn't, he's got to build this program into national – notoriety so that he can get the recruits to, to get back to where he was.
1: I think if anything, though, if he can do well after that season they had last year, it's only going to pay dividends for him in the future as far as a better NFL job. If he wants to go to the NFL or jump to a different college program. Okay. Because when did, Alex, you probably wouldn't know. When does Cincinnati go to the big 12?
3: Uh, 20, i is it next year, too, whenever Texas and Oklahoma leave? Yes. I thought that was 24. Everybody goes in 24.
1: Okay. So we got this season, the next, and then so in two years.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. That's what I was looking for.
0: Brings us next to the Big Ten rundown. Number three, Ohio State runs away after a tight start to the game against Michigan State, 49-20. to Jim, thoughts? I'm nervous about the running back injuries.
2: Henderson is not healthy. Probably will not ever be hundred percent healthy this season. Uh, the other guy didn't travel and we didn't, the third string was not a running back. Like we floated uh, what's his face Johnson in there. And he is like, and he's like athlete. He does everything. So I'm, I'm worried about that running back position.
0: Other than that, it was a good win. Don't you uh, don't you get Smith and Jigba back next week? It's bye week, so I would figure. Right, well, yeah, the next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number four, Michigan outscores Indiana in the second half and route to a thirty-one to twenty win. So I know some Michigan fans. I think okay. it was thirty-one to ten win, not twenty. I know
2: some Michigan fans. It was 10-10 for a good chunk of this game. I've been busting their chops for three games since the Hawaii game. And they have a lot of faith in their team. However, when you look at their schedule, they have the big one. I swear to God, if James Franklin blows this, I'm going to light James Franklin up for the rest of the year. As Um, As though you won't anyway. Thank you. Michigan State, Rutgers, Nebraska after that. So should be cakewalks. Then they have Illinois. Then Ohio State. Do we think Illinois could catch them if if Penn State doesn't?
0: Can catch Michigan? Yeah. Mm, Where's that game at? It is. Before he even says it, I'm going to say – Not unless Illinois is going to have their regular starting quarterback back.
2: It is at Michigan.
0: No, not Illinois. Unless their starting quarterback is back, and then it is a hope.
2: So, again, you froze. I'm sorry.
0: Said not unless Illinois has their regular starting quarterback back in play.
2: All right. The Michigan's going to walk unless they get beat this week. All the way to Ohio State. So, please, for the love of God, Penn State, take care of business.
3: Business.
0: Nebraska improves to 2-1 in Big Ten play with a close 14-13 to 13 win over Rutgers. Sneeze. Rutgers
2: responds by firing their offensive coordinator.
0: Hmm. That was
2: what they did. Hmm.
0: Okay. Apparently that was the issue. Not. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Purdue with a big conference win over Maryland, 31-29. Ugh. Right? Expected Maryland at home to make it happen in this game. Did not. It was like Maryland
2: petered out. I watched a lot of that game. It was like Maryland is very un... I hate doing this because like, he'll do all the stats. It was like mentally they didn't have it there, was the way I felt about this game.
0: Uh, I watched enough of this game, and Maryland just could never come up with the big play. When I say the big play, like big conversions, couldn't capitalize. Like Maryland just did all the things that teams that are not going to win close games do. And their, their players didn't
2: seem like they were in it towards the end. And the and Purdue was Purdue like they walked it and they were Purdue and, and you can't you have to be ready to punch them in the mouth and if you're not that's what happens.
0: Yep. Wisconsin comes back in a big way after a couple bad weeks, pummeling Northwestern forty-two to seven. This is what we expect.
3: Yeah. That
0: but
2: are we going to blame this on Paul Christ? Oh, we got to sit here and say it's the coach's fault.
1: No. No, Northwestern just sucks.
2: Thank you.
3: They, they There is a trend, though, going on. Like, you know, after these coaches leave, you get that little bounce back win. I'm
0: just saying. Yeah. You, didn't sick. you guys try this twice and it didn't work? Yes. Yeah. This would be the first time trying, it did work. trying to bring it back alive. <laughs> So we should, should we bet like Rutgers next week? Because yeah. they fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. How about it, boys? We'll stay away from that. <laughs> Illinois and Iowa don't disappoint the fans of solid defense and punting. Illinois coming out on top nine to six in a Saturday night primetime game on the Big Ten network.
3: This pleases me. I, mean, I like Brett Bielema.
0: I will cover. That's all I'm worried about. I would cover. I, how this game? Why? Why have we ever put this in prime time? We know that nobody's going to want to watch it. Is that why we put it in prime time? Because they know everybody's going to watch the other game. What other
2: game are you going to put on?
0: Literally
3: any of the other games that were playing at noon. There were like four really good games at noon. This was not a noon game, Alex. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Could you have like flexed one of them to prime yeah. time?
2: I don't know that I would have. Like because Ohio State has a lot of night games, a lot. Yeah, Penn State or Michigan and Indiana. I don't want to watch that in prime time.
0: Yeah, Purdue, Maryland. Yeah, the, I would the, watch that. The only that. option I would have considered. Sure. Okay. Wraps up the Big Ten rundown for this week, Alex. Your Big Twelve talk. Shit right. Show. It really isn't though. It is because you bet on them, but in the- yeah,
3: don't bet on them. Yes, but in the grand scheme of things, the Big 12 is really fun this year. But because you lose bets on them, you don't like them. So in the Big 12, number seven, Oklahoma State finds themselves in a dogfight, but does come on top, come out on top, come on top, come out on top, 41-31 to over Texas Tech. Number 17, TCU ruins the game day experience in Lawrence, taking advantage of the Jayhawks quarterback going down in the second quarter, beating Kansas 38-21. to that it was 38 to 31, wasn't it? Uh, I yeah, that, I was yeah. gonna say that's not right.
1: Speaking yeah. of flexing games, flexing. wouldn't they flex that game out of the noon slot?
3: I thought they would, but they didn't. I mean, own. yeah, you
1: have the whole game day experience there. I mean, why wouldn't you flex that game to at least like one o'clock, 1 Or, yeah.
3: I you know what? I give Kansas credit though, because even though they had lost, ATC is a very good team, and two again, their backup quarterback from the middle of second quarter on was running that Kansas offense and they very easily could have gotten pummeled from that point forward so I'll take this as a win if I'm Kansas I mean not obviously literally but as a
0: moral win number 20 it's it's a win because Kansas had game day they had another sellout crowd and they have people excited about football and they lost to a ranked opponent it's not like they were Yes. Losing to an unranked opponent, opponent, and they lost by three touchdowns. So and I firmly believe that there is a chance that they won if they kept their
3: starting quarterback. I agree. Number 20, Kansas State and Iowa State belong in the Big Ten after a hard fought, low scoring affair, with Kansas State coming out on top 10 to 9. Jim cursed this game. Yes. All night. Ugh, that was
0: a rough one. Texas. Dude, no comment, Jim? No, because no, everybody can he- hear you shaking your head.
2: Go I ahead. don't have any comment on this game. No comment. I I think that this was people will say that this was a defensive affair. This was a defense. They were up ran up and down the field and then just didn't score.
0: Does that not make it a defensive affair?
1: No. It sounds like Jim's not a fan of the bend, but don't break defense. That's mm. shit.
0: It's 10 to 9. Jim, that's an Iowa score. You would say Iowa had a good defense if this happened with Iowa. If Ohio State did this, you would say Ohio State did what they had to do to win. But because it's in the Big 12, you got, you got, you got problems. I'm trying to
2: be as politically defense. correct as possible. This game was a dictates. You get it all the way, and then like, ah, psych. Because the defense stepped it up and made the stop they needed to make. No, because the offenses weren't good enough to put to finish the job.
3: Joey Burrow just got sacked. Is if anyone's surprised by that?
0: <laughs> he literally got up and he was like, "In no way is what you said politically correct, Jim." Just so we're clear, I couldn't. What you know. did these is a politically
2: correct <laughs> phrase. That was horrible. I couldn't watch that ever.
0: Texas. That was... Are we okay? We're still going.
2: No, go ahead. No, Jim,
0: no, Jim no. had no comment on that game, by the way.
2: I wanted to stay away. You made me. Texas is
0: back, back after a 40... another
3: dumb statement. <laughs> after a 49 to nothing win over Oklahoma in the Red River. Showdown, thanks to the magnificent mullet having not Buckeye Quinn yours returning to action. I just wanted to rub that one in. They that beat was like Oklahoma. Yes, Who forty-nine sucks? to nothing. Who they sucks? didn't squeak out a win against Oklahoma.
2: That means Texas is back. You're it's right.
3: A giant rivalry game. We were just talking about
0: rivalry game. They're
2: back. You're right. It's amazing. They're back. Kansas. Iowa State had 200 yards passing.
1: Kansas State had 300 yards passing. But well, that was a defensive battle. Shut up. Hey, Mitch – or not Mitch Trubisky, he got benched. I will like, say Kenny Pickett had over 300 yards passing today, and all he got was three points.
0: Yeah, 200 yards passing Bill isn't like they <laughs> threw it all
1: over the field.
2: And how many points did the Buffalo Bills score? But
3: why did they not score points then?
0: Yeah, Jim.
2: Because the, they couldn't – once you got to the red zone – They are like, oh, we don't know what to do. We can't pass the ball here.
0: Did they miss field
2: goals? No, because there were turnovers.
0: So defenses played the game well. Got it.
2: Oh, my God.
0: I
1: think Jim needs to do a live stream during a certain game of the year, and he (laughs) needs to be a color commentator because that would be worth the price of admission
0: that really would be we we can't put that on any of our affiliated channels because we will be we will be flagged we'll be taken down
2: question is am i drinking or not during that
0: you will be so
2: i mean if it's if we're trying to be pc i'll i'll not drink
0: i don't think that's gonna matter that's true (laughs) alex any any last thoughts on the big 12
3: no i think i i am thoroughly enjoying the big 12 action this year i think it's fun that there's multiple contenders i think it's fun that there's multiple teams i think it's fun that oklahoma is not running the table like every other freaking year i like it i like that kansas is good i like that tcu is good i like that texas is kind of back i just i'm enjoying big 12 football this year none of those teams
2: will be in the playoffs so be be happy with a bunch of scoring but none of those teams None of, those teams will make game. None of those teams will make the playoffs. None of those teams will make the playoffs.
1: Who's going to make it over them? The Thanks. only one that has a remote shot based on their ranking right now is Oklahoma State. I'm
3: Currently gonna, sitting at number seven. If a, if a team runs the table and comes out of the Big 12 undefeated, they will make the playoffs.
2: Well, you're in luck because next week we unveil our first top ten. Our personal top 10s? Our personal top 10s.
0: Get excited for Ohio State after a bye week to drop five spots in Alex's poll. That's fine. <laughs> Sam, That's I, want, I want place. Sam to have a poll too. I
1: like polls. What am I making a poll about?
0: <laughs> what am poll about? Well, Nate? You know they're yes. talking about poll, P O L O,
1: not
0: P-O-L-E. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very good. It's very good. Nate, any final thoughts on college football?
1: I feel like... Uh, no, I mean, college football was kind of a... Not a really exciting weekend, I wouldn't say.
3: If you don't watch YouTube, you should, because Jim's facial expressions through this entire episode are worth it. Like, at times he'll be speechless, but he's literally like... Mm. But you would have to be watching to know what I just did to see what Jim was Sweet. doing.
1: So you have to be watching My time. brother and some friends are going to the Penn State Michigan game this weekend.
0: Good for them.
1: Is it in Happy Valley? No, it's at Michigan. It's At Michigan.
0: Uh,
2: Moth, if it was not in that state up north, I would try to find us tickets to go. If it was an, you know what, Moth, if we had free tickets, I might break my rule for you. you
3: and go to the state
0: of Michigan.
2: Yes, maybe.
0: Anybody out there listening wants to find some tickets for Jim and I at low or no cost? We will find a way to make that trip. <clears throat> yeah. That wraps up all of the football talk, which brings us to the beanbag bean flop. Beanbag flop. Thank you, Sam. Flop drop.
2: I have a bone of contention that we texted about, but we might as well use it for our lovely podcast in the ohio state game mr henderson ran into the running back ran into a defensive player and hit him so hard that it knocked him out the defensive player led with his head i mean nobody's going to say that on the on the television but led with his head it was helmet to helmet contact and the defensive player dropped like a sack of potatoes and was out cold they put him on a backboard Kudos to Michigan State for the precautions that they had. The player is all right. Very Tua-esque in the way he was stiff. Uh, But kudos to the medical staff. Nate and I talked about it as far as there was no targeting penalty. There probably should have been, and I'm not saying that from the stance of Ohio State homer. There was helmet to helmet contact. The man did leave with his head, and he got hurt because of it.
1: Nate said, go ahead, Nate. I said, you got to take the result of the play out of it and just look at what you see. If he leads with a helmet and it's sitting clear targeting, you still have a targeting foul. It's a shame he got hurt and had to be taken out on the backboard, but you've got to take all the outside stuff out of it. Like I was texting Jim about it. I said, let me go back to my text and see what exactly the um, text was. where are we at? And Nate does raise a great point when he
2: finds this text.
1: I just have – Yeah, so I said, look at it this way, Jim. If a ball carrier is tackled by his face mask and still scores a touchdown, you still have a penalty for a face mask.
2: And that's a great point. I have a hard time throwing a flag on the kid when he's stiff as a board.
3: I think it proves to you that he led with his head
0: because it's
3: not the injury. I think there's inconclusive evidence at that point.
0: Yeah. And not that it was the case in this particular situation, um, but at what point do players, offensive players need to also be held to a standard about how they initiate contact? I've thought this before.
2: I agree with you. And Mm. in this situation, that was not the case. I just want to clarify.
0: That's why I said that.
2: I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It, it, it's going to be impossible. I mean, in an offensive yeah. in an offensive game now that is geared towards offenses. If a running back was probably going to be the most possible option, like it's going to be the most likely option here, um, a running back's going through a pile or going to fight for a couple extra yards and is just going at full speed and lowers his head. It is now then the defense's players' uh, burden to catch them instead of trying to tackle them hard is how I think about it.
2: Yes. And th- that's a great point in that let's take this situation with the, with the Michigan state player. He led with his head, blah, blah, blah. Went out cold. If he tried to, if Henderson had lowered his head a little bit more and the Michigan state tried to, in your words, catch the guy, he would have probably taken a knee to Henderson's head. And Henderson would have been and so, do we flag Henderson for talking and,
1: and being a bowling ball?
0: As I'm saying, a, we never really have.
1: a it. single person call targeting on an offensive player carrying the ball. But I mean, it doesn't say anything in the rules that it has to be a defensive player. Yeah. But I don't know—is if anybody's really gonna really have it in them to say, you know, I'm gonna call targeting here on the runner. Right.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna move on from this this point because I don't Nate, I, I love your letter of the rule and I agree with you in premise, but I don't know that I could do it. My next point in that same game, the officials were calling hands to the face on both the defensive and offensive lines a lot. Mm-hmm. And is it does it happen where you get into I don't know if it's a rut? or into a rhythm where you continue to see something so you keep calling it, something that you don't usually
1: call. Yeah, you would think after you call it the first couple times they would get the hint. But, I mean, that's just like today in the Pee Wee game. There was a kid that got called for a block in the back on like almost two out of three plays in a row, and they just don't get the drift. It's like no matter how many times you tell them, like, hey, don't put your hand on the hot stove. It's going to burn you. They're going to go, oh, what's that? Ow. Oh, oh, okay. So there are games where that happens multiple times. Yeah. Kids just, they see blood or they see a number. They don't stop and think, wait, is that the back number? Or is that the front number? And like gotcha. we tell kids, especially the younger age, if you can't see his face mask, don't touch him. Like, especially on long run plays, like, there's no no chance in hell, this kid's going to get tackled. He's running down the sideline, and you got a kid that's going to go and just take a cheap shot on another kid that's 40 yards away from the play. Like, I've even heard coaches yell, and I have to laugh every time I hear it. Don't touch anybody!
3: (laughs) Tackle football. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: That's a a winning strategy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Those are my two questions from the weekend.
0: Yeah, mine was just tagging on to the the first one about the offensive runner. Alex, do you see anything interesting in any games that require some –
3: I'm trying to – I was trying to remember, and I should have just – there was a blocked punt in the game today, and the punter got, like, I mean, taken out. But it was – there's no penalty. Like, it was obvious that there was some kind of contact because the punter, like, flipped over. What's the – are you allowed to touch them?
1: Yeah, the punter is still a runner until the point that he kicks the ball.
3: So – if he's coming back to kick it and putting his leg up to kick it and you hit him, I always thought that I was running into the punter and you were in trouble, but this, maybe he just got spooked because the ball was coming back
1: down pretty quick,
3: but it almost was one of those, like basically caught it off his foot things.
0: That doesn't yeah, matter
3: if it's blocked.
1: Yeah. Once the kick's blocked, he just turns into another defender. So if you hit him at that point, it's. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, you can look at the punter the same way as you do the the quarterback or technically the passer because it doesn't have to be the quarterback is the passer doesn't get the protection of roughing until the ball is thrown. Same thing with the punter. He does not get the protection until the ball is kicked. Okay. And then you were saying running into the punter, you're usually going to get running into, if you physically run into him or you hit the kicking leg, you're not going to get roughing until it's like something completely late and unnecessary, or you hit the plant leg.
3: I was going to say that, but I know the plant likes a big thing. Huh. Okay. That was my only thing today I thought about. Hunting rolls.
2: Nate, I really appreciate you coming on every week for this stuff. This is
0: good stuff. Oh, I love it. Sam, (laughs) any snippet from Sam this week? Anything exciting?
1: Well, Nate is kicking my ass majorly in fantasy football. Sorry, I'm sorry. I had high hopes that I was going to do really well and beat him, but looking right now, it's a very, 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 very slim chance that I'll actually make a comeback. So I guess those four quarterbacks are not doing me any good.
2: No, you should there probably you. let go of those.
1: I, I did <laughs> let one go. Who was that? Uh, who did I let go? Of? <laughs> I think Mitch. Yeah, Mitch Mitch went. No, you th- you know, you either got rid of Mitch or you got rid of Mac. I think it was Mitch. It's a better
3: idea than Mac at this point. She looked at all her pictures and was like that one's least cute. He has to go.
1: Yeah, basically.
3: Who should give out a best-looking team award?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's probably mine, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Fair enough. That wraps up this week's rendition of the okay. beanbag flop. All of our top football talk. Thanks again, to okay. Nate and Sam, for joining us. Tune in next week to hear more on the football stuff.
2: This is Mount Massive.
0: You know, like, ee-hoo.
2: all right. If you're following along on our social media, you know that we put out a schedule of the rest of the year's Mount Massives. This week's topic is the top five college mascots. Um, if you want to put your list to us. Well, you might be, a you know, a contestant on Mount Massive. But this week, we're going to start with Alex. Alex, what are your top five college mascots?
3: Okay, so I have coming in at number five, Aubie the Tiger at Auburn. Only because I've met him personally. Okay, I'll give you a pass then,
2: because I was really going to bust up on you.
3: Yeah, no, I met him personally, and he's very good. And the kids down there freaking love Aubie. Like live for obby so i like how he's very like active so that's why he made the list Otto the orange because i think it's funny that someone has a mascot of a fruit um number three handsome dan the bulldog from yale primarily only like him because his name is handsome dan ralphie the buffalo from colorado and the easy number one choice here is the Mountaineer from West Virginia University. Honorable mention, Dartmouth has a keg as their mascot named Keggy the Keg. But if you look it up, some places say their mascot is, and some says the unofficial mascot, or else he would have been my number two. So I left him an honorable mention. But worth noting that Dartmouth, of all the places, Keggy the Keg. Let's
0: go to Muff. I like that. I like keggy the keg, thank you. All right, uh, at number five, I have the Penn State Nittany Lion. Hmm. Obviously, Nittany Lion had to be on here at five. Um, <clears throat> at number four, I have the leprechaun representing the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame or the Irish, uh, just a an iconic mascot. Um, at number three, and this is very much current topic relevance, mm-hmm. Cosmo the Cougar from BYU. Uh, number one. Has gone viral a few different times, uh, most recently for doing push-ups and progressively going up onto folding tables. Yeah, jumping so yeah. anybody... ones. Right, uh, Cosmo the Cougar also, I think, last year went viral as part of a halftime or an in-between, like at a TV timeout dance session. So Cosmo the Cougar very socially relevant uh, and doing big things. Uh, to me, kind of like Benny the Bull, the Benny the Bull of college football right now. Um, at number two and at number one, I, I went more for the uh, the mascots that, you know, sometimes we've actually seen uh, that are actually animals on site at times. At number two, we've got Uga the Bulldog. Um, obviously, many different Ugas have come through over the years, uh, but that's number two. And number one, Mike the Tiger for LSU.
2: Are you calling it the the live tiger? or Are you calling it the stuff mascot?
0: The live tiger.
2: Okay. All right. You redeemed yourself. Cool. Cool. So mine. Sparty the Spartan at five. Um. I got four. Sebastian the Ibis, from Miami. At three, the Oregon Duck at two, and Brutus Buckeye at one. That's fair. I'll give Le- you that. Let me just say that I am now going to attack both of your lists.
3: Can you know I attack yours first? Attack. Before you attack, I was going to Brutus the Buckeye made my short list because I think that he's a cool mascot. I'm not even. I'm going to take honorable mentions
2: off. I'm not going to talk about them. They're gone. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna attack your lists, okay? Pack I'm gonna away. start with Alex. Alex, sure. Abby the tiger. Uh huh. You you met him, so that yeah. gets passed. Exactly. Handsome Dan the bulldog over Ugga?
3: Well, you guys both had Ugga on your lists because Uga is iconic. Yeah, well, I wanted to mix it up. My Mylo- handsome Dan on my list. Is it a bulldog? A bulldog's a bulldog, bulldog. No. Ugga okay, is the bulldog. Well, I like the name Handsome Dan better than Ugga. You're full of it. All right. And then a buffalo. Yeah, that's cool shit.
0: Also iconic when they run the buffalo out on the field.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. But like the real travesty here is Muff's list. <laughs> Muff's list. <laughs> the Nittany lion mascot.
0: It's, it's not very cool.
2: Muff. It's like your grandma sewed together the mascot suit (laughs) Uh,
0: very iconic in fact top five in most lists and then some if you did any research jim instead of just saying brutus brutus up top and then some dude dressed as a leprechaun well let's just look for a second here you've got two birds on your list and a nut (laughs) those guys are all iconic all of my people are iconic what if the birds eat your nut
3: yeah, they then died. you got no more nuts. <laughs> That's what we should have done. We should have done like building an alt
0: like a battle team. There's just like the the list of uh caricatures of mascots. Like, oh, they're cool because we can sell them for money. But they ugh. stand in the test
3: of time. My Mountaineer could go duck hunting.
2: Your Mountaineer is just some West Virginian.
0: Why do we care oh. about a bird from Miami?
2: It's iconic.
0: Because know. it's iconic. There's four things you
2: can count on from Miami. That stupid you that you make with your fingers. Okay? Okay. Gold chains. Some kind of criminal activity. Some kind of
3: criminal activity. And that damn bird.
0: This was the top mascots, not the most iconic.
3: But I think that is that is very subjective. I think that Jim did his as the top iconic mascots, which is yes. fun. You did yours as the top most athletic mascots. And that's okay. And I think mine was just the ones that I, made me feel happy in my heart. And I think that's what we all have to accept about each other. If you, understand. the loyal listener,
1: would
2: like to put forth your five best mascots,
0: best Send mascots, up. iconic mascots, uh, well, what, think, the, what are we doing here? <laughs> tell, tell tell on your heart. Tell us
2: your five mascots that you think deserve to be on the Mount oh. Massive list. Send them to us here at Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. And that's Mount Massive. You're New segment alert. New segment alert. New segment alert. Ah. I am stealing this. I heard it on the radio. I'm stealing it. I want to play this with uh, my friends here at Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. It's called Start, Bench, or Cut. I'm going to give you a situation. You tell me what you would do. I'm going to give you three people, whether you would start them, bench them, or cut them. We're going to start off in the coaching world. Who would you start? Who would you bench? And who would you cut? The three on the list are Scott Frost, Herm Edwards, and Paul Christ.
3: Mm. Alex. I'm starting Paul Christ, Benching Scott Frost and firing Herm
0: Edwards.
2: Woo. Woo. Muff. Uh
0: They're all fired, but if we have to, (laughs) we have to do all of this. Um, I'm going to bench Herm Edwards while he figures out what's going on in his whole, what will become a legal battle, I'm sure. Uh, Let's start Scott Frost, just because, you know, he deserves another chance. And We're going to fire Paul Christ, because he's the most recent casualty.
2: Okay, so if I was doing this, I would start... Paul Christ Bench, Scott Frost, and Fire, Cut, Herm Edwards.
3: Jim and I agree for once.
2: Yes. Quarterback time. Okay. Okay. Who would you start? Who would you bench? Who would you cut between Jacoby Brissett, Mitch Trubisky, and Miami's Skylar Thompson?
0: Hmm. Who are the three again? Who are the
2: three again? Jacoby Brissett, Mitch Trubisky, and Skylar Thompson.
0: You Start Jacoby Brissett, because he's actually a starter in the NFL at the moment. Okay. You're going to bench Mitch Trubisky, because that's probably where he most belongs, and you're going to cut Skylar Thompson.
3: Alex. This is tough. Thank you. Part of me wants to say, start Skylar Thompson. Bench. Mitch Trubisky, and cut Jacoby Brissett. Is that your final answer? Yep.
2: I'm going to agree with Alex. I'm going to do exactly what Alex said.
3: Wow. We're on. We're simpatico. Finally, because I'm only going to do three this week.
0: Why in the world are we cutting Jacoby Brissett? Because he's
3: crap. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Finally, our pick of the halftime show. Start, bench, or cut. Kanye West, Kid Rock, William Hung.
3: What? Alex. Start Kid Rock. I want to cut Kanye, but I really don't want to ever have to see William Hung live. But I think I'm going to have to. Cut Kanye, William Hung. Benched. Ah. Well,
0: uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cut William hung we're gonna we're gonna start Kanye so that kid Rock can be on the bench and he's gonna come out and blow the top off the building in like the third song I
2: am' going to start William hung bench Kanye and cut
0: kid Rock what why are you starting William hung I I, that's what I'm going to do. Did you not let Kid Rock in concert when you went to see him?
2: Kid Rock's gone off the rails, man.
0: Mm. That's fair. But if I have
3: to listen to one of their musics, he would be the one I would want to listen to.
2: I understand. And is that it- is the Start, Bench, and Cut segment. If you would like to throw any of these at us, hit us up on the social medias. Next week we'll have a whole other out- album <laughs> list. And that's that segment we need an intro for it this is quick
3: thoughts hello everybody welcome to this week's edition of quick thoughts keeping with our football theme the nfl and the nflpa agreed to update uh, updates in the concussion protocols over the weekend in the wake of tuatoga by Aloa's issues over the past few weeks Updates include language addressing abnormality of balance and stability, adding to the league's protocol list of symptoms that would keep a player from returning to action. Reports on Tua indicated that he was not exhibiting any abnormal issues related to head trauma, but rather a back injury was the issue being addressed after he stumbled off the field a couple weeks ago. One terminology change includes taking out gross motor instability with the word ataxia. That basically means walking funny. Will these changes truly benefit players, or is this just a necessary move to give giving Tua's high-profile case? Jim.
2: Um, I think eventually down the road it will benefit players. I, I can't sit here and say it won't after our conversation last week. I think the addition of spotters, is good. I think the addition of spotters where somebody is hypersensitive and they go, well, he looked like he was stumbling. Pull him out of the game for the game is not necessarily good. So they need to work out the kinks. I think once they get the kinks ironed out, it'll be okay.
0: Moff, what say you? Um... One, I don't, I don't think spotters are new. I think spotters have been around for a bit. So I'm not going to say that spotters are new. Then but they need to get
2: rid of the ones they had before.
0: Well, the spotters, you know, we're talking about the college world. The spotters are a little bit more, I think, necessary just because um, there aren't as many people on the sidelines when you're looking at the, the medical staff, in my mind, as far as like uh, in that. So I think it's more necessary in college. In the NFL, you had these you know, unaffiliated, you have these unaffiliated neurologists or whatever their their title is um, to help and all of that. So it's like an on the field spotter. Now, I think this was a necessary move. It's something that the NFLPA has also been involved in the negotiation of. So if during the season there are issues, the players um, need to take up their gripes with the NFLPA uh, for not bargaining hard enough Uh, At this time, Uh, I do. I think it's a positive step. I think it's a positive step. The terminology, I did not know what that meant, Alex, until you said it. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that just leaves more open ended options to bring somebody off the field, which in the end, I think is better for the game and better for player safety. And if that's the goal, then that's what we need to do. I disagree with Jim's point of it could be detrimental to the game. Um, I would need to see more options or, I guess, more examples of that happening where it's an issue uh, or it becomes an issue when somebody comes out of the game for no reason.
2: We just gave you one today. That being? Bridgewater.
0: They took him out because he was stumbling. And they kept him because out of the game. the spotter
2: thought he was stumbling. Wait, and they... then, according to his coaches, he has no signs
0: of concussion. Well the coaches aren't the ones that make that assessment.
2: But a spotter from up on uh, upstairs in the tower should?
0: Yeah, coach definitely shouldn't.
2: That's why there's kinks, muff.
0: All right. <laughs> I,
2: I disagree with your your man. Hold on. So muff. Well, in what world should a
0: coach is, be making that decision? Isn't that what the I independent don't disagree person with is? you there? But then sh- quit talking about what the coach said. I don't care what the coach said. Well, why should the spotter upstairs be the be all end all? The spotter upstairs identifies it. It's up to the people on the field. I don't think that's what's going on is my point. I don't think that's what happened. I think that's exactly what happened.
2: Okay. More to come on this then, because when I do the recon and that's not what happened, I'm going to call you on this.
3: All right. Moving on to baseball, more peaceful topic. Aaron Judge gets his (laughs) second homer of the year, breaking Roger Maris' 61 mark from long ago. Do we recognize this as an accomplishment or is Judge just a footnote in history to the steroid era
0: Homer numbers? Muff? This is a nice story. What else do we have to talk about in baseball this year? Not a lot. I guess, let me phrase that. What do we have to talk about in baseball this year? Nothing. This was just something that kept inundating our TV screens when we didn't want it to. Yes, it's nice that he did it. He's the now the AL record holder, but he is number seven in the big list, and the big list is all I care about. Jim?
3: It's a nice feel good story. I agree with Ma. All right. Moving on to basketball, then. Steve Ho You Fat makes waves in the NBA preseason with his last name and getting all the jersey swap attention from his opponents. Is this real life, Jim? Um. Sure. Is his name really Ho You Fat, or is it like Yufa, and we're just saying you fat. It's <laughs> basketball.
0: I have yet to hear anybody say it, so I was excited to see how you were going to say it. That's exactly how I would have done it. Uh, because I've only seen, like, not even clips. I've just seen pictures of people just blowing this up. Oh, yeah. I I, I don't know if this is this man's given name. I really don't know.
3: Well, it's like Young Hui Koo, the kicker for the Falcons. It's really spelled Young Ho. Right it'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Draymond Green taking some time away from the Warriors after punching teammate Jordan Poole in practice, saying I was wrong, and Curry putting rumors to bed that Poole had had a bad attitude at campus, sharing that it's absolute BS. What is going on with Draymond? Muff.
0: So Draymond you know, find usually finds his way in the news, his way to the news for A whole lot of things. He's an outspoken individual. He takes up, I think, worthy causes in many times. This is an absolute huge blemish, I think, on his reputation. Um, Steph Curry has already come out and addressed people saying that it was the BS, right? Um, And saying, no, it's not a bad attitude, not a problem within the team. That's BS. In what world, in the workplace can you go punch a man for apparently not a good enough reason in the eyes of anybody else? And it'd be something we're going to handle internally. Everybody Draymond, take a few days off. We're going to figure this out, buddy. Like it, it leaked. People are saying they're upset because this leaked and somebody should be addressed for leaking the tape. Should we also be addressing and trying to fire the people that leaked Bobby Knight's tape? <clears throat> if that's how this is going to go.
2: I think there uh, needs
0: to be more done to Draymond than an internal thing. Um, Obviously, Jordan Poole would have to press charges. But if people in my mind, if the people are saying whoever leaked the tape should be, you know, somehow addressed formally for for doing this, like that's something we need to figure out. Like that's that's wrong. If somebody loses their job or gets reprimanded for leaking this tape, whenever, you know, a hundred million dollar athlete can go punch one of his teammates and we're just going to kind of sweep it under the rug. Jim,
2: Draymond, Draymond Green should be fired. Um, he needs to be handled. Draymond Green's an idiot. There was no reason to do what he did. To Muff's point about the person who leaked the tape being, I don't necessarily agree with you. I understand your analogy about Bobby Knight. There are two different. That's higher education versus a corporation. The corporation probably owns that tape. And by leaking it, you have no rights to let go, to release that information to the press. Legally. There's the the rub. I think morally and ethically you do. I agree with you. And there might be some whistleblower coverage there but he did, the owner of the tape has the rights to that tape in that situation. My only rub there with you, Muff.
0: Extreme example.
2: Yes. Um, to go back, I still want to back up to the NFL. <laughs> it's, it's still not clear what the ruling was. Bridgewater got the no-go signal from the spotter. And was pulled out from the game. He was evaluated. He was ruled okay. But and this is debate. And this is several news articles. The debate is because of the what's the what's that new word they used, Alex? Ataxia. Because that ataxia label was given to him. That might be why he wasn't allowed out and the spotters the one who gave it to him so and it that's that's one per, one news article says that that's why he wasn't allowed out the other article says the evaluation gave him the ataxia so it's still debated who who gave him the no fly the spotter or the protocol so I'm still calling this a draw until it shakes out mm-hmm. okay carry on <laughs>
3: All right, we're off the rails with the Squid Thoughts. I also want to comment on this NBA thing. I said something similar before. In what world do we work in where if I walked in one day and, like, my buddy pissed me off at work and I just punched him in the face, my boss would just be like, go home and cool off for a few days. Okay, I understand
2: that. Again, Green should be fired. But Uh, also, like, from the leaked tape, Poole also
3: did his own shopping. Well, yeah, no, and that's fine. But if I go, okay, me and an employee a co-worker got in a fight at the hospital, we would both be fired. And that's what I uh, that's my point. So what I'm cool just saying it's such a fake punches. world. It's, a, it's just a fake world that they live yes. in. Yes. All right, moving on. Brittany Griner's wife shared that Griner is at the absolute weakest moment in her life right now, awaiting the outcome of her Russian trial. Where is the public now? And should we be hearing more about this? Uh it's Jim. me, right? Yeah, it's Jim.
2: I agree. And like, I'm usually the other hmm. way on this one. I want to know the outrage now. And I do fear that you have to assume it's true. She's at her weakest moment. I do fear for her life in this scenario.
0: Yeah. Muff? Yeah, I I saw this. I just grabbed a quote, right? And I was like, oh, I just came across this. Like, it's not jumping out at me all over the place. I, I would expect to still be uh, seeing more of this than what I saw. In fact, in my mind, I thought things were progressing a little bit more quickly. Uh, that is obviously not right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, where, where is the additional information? Um, where are the people speaking out? You know, we, we talked about um, not just other basketball players, but you know, politicians. When I say politicians, I'm not saying like, The president should be weighing in on this every day, Uh, but we should be hearing somebody pushing for resolution as quickly as possible and not not just a throwaway social media post.
2: I think tactically their hands are somewhat tied when we start bringing in nuclear weapons. Like nuclear weapons, Brittany Griner's priorities, I understand. But it's still human life, an American human life. We do need to shed light on this and get our person out of there, but it, it, that's I, tough.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and this is totally off the rails. And I will say this, not because I am fully in agreement of it, but then there's like this whole other opinion of why are we why are we as a country fighting so hard to get Brittany Grinder out for this? Whenever we have so many people in our own prisons for uh, you know marijuana related crimes that may not be violent related at all well he's
2: mr biden is walking that back as well according to his announcement so i don't know that was safe
3: all right uh apparently we're gonna go back to baseball because there are two topic categories mlb and baseball (laughs) Baseball. the mlb MLB postseason uh, we'll (laughs) we'll speak with the editor don't worry mlb postseason is in full swing with the wild card with the Guardians advancing thanks to a 15th inning walk-off home run on Saturday, the Phillies take the first two games to advance against the Cardinals. The Mariners are advancing thanks to a huge comeback over the Blue Jays, and the Mets and Padres are squaring off as we record to earn the last spot in the first round. Over under on two games being watched by Jim and or Muff during this postseason. Take the over,
2: folks. Yeah. Over,
0: I'm gonna take the under. See, Padres, Padres, are winning six nothing in the ninth inning, so they're about to move on. There you go.
2: Here's I- the thing: if if the Guardians make it, mm. you you're pretty good at the over.
3: But if not, they just probably don't. yeah, take the under. The NHL the season starts this week. With the first games on Tuesday, anything we're excited about on the ice with this season starting? Vegas and Columbus.
0: Pittsburgh. No. Well, I'm not excited at all. Hockey does not start for me until, like, I don't know, February.
3: Yeah. It looks like basketball starts after Christmas.
0: No, basketball is going to start after Christmas for me. That's when people say it starts. I still don't think it starts then.
3: It starts when football's over.
0: And- yeah. Other sports, yeah, and then I'm still probably watching more hockey than basketball.
2: I'm um, still
0: to college basketball.
2: Has anybody seen the whole and I know like we are a sports show, so we should be a lot better at this. Mm-hmm. But has anybody seen the whole TV coverage breakdown of what's going to happen to sports next year? No, why? So, like, where are we watching hockey at if you have to watch hockey? Where are we watching the Big Ten? Where are we? It's like there's a whole network shift that we haven't talked about. And where are we watching sports in 2023? Like NASCAR, NHL, Whoa, the wow. Big Ten. So, okay, I understand that. But like all <laughs> of the channels that you're typically would watch them on are all kind of reversing.
3: Hmm.
2: I'll talk about that next week. Okay. Put that on my to do list.
0: Copy. Start, start sit bench. Or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Cut. ESPN, Fox, Fortnite. All right. Uh, Alex, just so we're clear on this, I don't know how deep you want to get into these notes on this particular topic. Well, I'm going in. So.
3: All right. The Portland Thorns president of soccer, Gavin Wilkinson, and president of business, Mike Golub, are relieved of their duties with the NWSL League team. Timeline of issues in Portland to follow. 2015. Thorns player Mena Shim, who had confided in teammate Alex Morgan about alleged abuse, filed a sexual harassment complaint against Riley to the Thorns front office on September 16th, 2015. Jesus. The Thorns investigated and determined that Riley violated several team policies, firing him with cause. But publicly, the club said that Riley's contract simply wasn't renewed, leaving the impression that Riley had not been retained because of a poor on-field performance. Riley being the coach. Yeah. Yes. 2016, Riley continues coaching.
2: We talked about this.
0: 2000, 2000- Jim. They finally let go of the v- of the people in charge.
3: 2018 and 2019, Golub is named after unwanted touching and advances towards women. Also, allegations of pushing women down and throwing soccer balls at them in meetings.
2: We haven't talked about him though.
3: 2021, The Athletic posts an article detailing Riley's sexual coercion of multiple women with the club.
2: That's where we came in.
3: February 2022, the Timbers terminated the contract of Andy Polo after his partner, Yonasis Alarcon, alleged on Peruvian television that he committed domestic violence against her. One of the incidents she described in Portland, May 2021, and the Timbers had sent representatives to Polo's residence, including Director of Security Jim McCausland, to mediate. Thoughts?
0: How does it take seven years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. How in the world does this take seven years with this timeline lining up to find like, oh, you know, the guys that run this operation, they're probably not doing a good job. I'll tell you why, because nobody gives a shit
2: about female soccer. Like that, no one gives a shit, and that's the freaking problem. A very entertaining sport, uh, it, that doesn't bring in enough money and notoriety, allows for this kind of bullshit to exist for seven years.
3: Well, it's my thought on it is exactly. It's like, yeah, not many people care about it, but that doesn't change the fact that these are human beings. Absolutely, with. It's the same thing. I mean, how long did the women's gymnastics stuff go on? Absolutely. Absolutely,
2: this is egregious and well, disgusting.
3: Well, and it's hard enough for women to make it in the sports world, so they probably tolerate a lot more bullshit than they should because they don't want to be the person who stirred the pot. Yep,
0: and, so- and
2: that was what we hit on with the the athletic article.
0: Yeah, this is this is to me a a small example of what was going on in Hollywood and being tolerated just to to get ahead. Yeah, I will tolerate all of this for the opportunity to play in this league. I will tolerate all of this in order to. Be a part of a show. Get in a movie. Like, this is what it was.
2: I want to know what happens to the director of security.
0: Uh, at that point, he's not the cops. He's just asked to mediate. Like, he's just there in case shit gets weird. Right. He It's not like he, he witnessed it. I mean, I'm sure he can make his own assumptions and opinions and uh, go from there.
2: Unreal. And why did have a Whatever.
0: And there's, I don't know. So and
2: the thing is like, and this was what they said in the athletic article, if I remember correctly, from a year ago. Once they do all of this and they attack all of this, what then becomes of the women's soccer league? Like who picks up the reins? How do they right. how do they move forward? And that's the question that like is left standing.
0: Right. It's it's some of the question that's happening in the WNBA right now right mm-hmm. who continues to move the sport forward in a league that is not necessarily profitable like becky yep. hammond's trying to do her thing but becky hammond's also getting paid too and if things yep. don't work out for her to help progress the league's profile then you know yes it's a good investment but it's a worth- worthwhile investment tbd
2: crazy
0: alex muff who won
3: muff you on this week because jim canceled my gong
2: that's true literally that's openly
3: broke the rules.
2: I, you're right
0: I did <laughs> all right that wraps up a quick cloths brings us to the end of this ep- episode thanks again for everybody who's been interacting with us on social media who's been coming into the youtube world remember get on there subscribe rate review comment tickle poke do all the things to make this rocket ship keep going to the moon past the moon and straight to all the other planets out in the solar system next episode as jim mentioned we will unveil our first college top 10 is next week the first no i want to get a jump on them okay so we're getting ahead of the game so that we can argue more about it
2: so i just want to take a brief moment ma yes we have mount massive we have the start bench cut we have our regular beanbag flop we have quick thoughts We have all these segments that may entertain you that we drop on our YouTube channels and our social medias. If you, the listener, are not entertained, let us know come up with a new segment and come on the show and be the host of that. Please. Because we're just uh, guys throwing stuff at the wall. So
3: hit us up.
0: Let us know. Let us know. And, And as always help us continue our progress and the way to do this is by telling a friend making a friend be
2: a